I'm Chris Kirkpatrick here on Hollywood Raw, and we're discussing some of the most outrageous times I ever had in the band in sync. All right, guys, this episode is sponsored by Herd App Marketing. Now, you've heard us talk about the Herd App Media team and all the reasons we chose to work with them and how far the Hollywood Raw podcast has come in the last few months with much more in the pipeline that we're very excited about. But Herd App Media is only one part of the Herd App organization. Let us say one of the reasons we chose Herd App, it was their reputation as one of the premier search engine optimization agencies out there. Search optimization, uh, for those of you who don't know, is the practice of optimizing your uh, website, podcast, YouTube views, or anything else to be found that's highest possible in the Google search results. Herd App Marketing serves the marketing needs of companies of all sizes, from mom and pop shops to S&P 500 corporations. They work with nearly 3,000 business locations in 43 states, and this was the tipping point in the decision for the Hollywood Raw. So we knew that growing Hollywood Raw meant partnering with a media company that also had a full marketing arm, and that's what Herd App Marketing brings to the table. So Herd App Marketing is not just SEO. They are a full-service marketing agency with literally every service under one roof. There is nothing outsourced to partners like a lot of the other big agencies do. And we mean everything, social media marketing, web design, content marketing, video production, branding, creative, SEO, SEM, local SEO, all the SC whatevers. They have the team in-house to meet your needs and ours. Yeah, that's why you see our TikTok blowing up. Uh, We are getting ready to launch a whole new website and they are the power behind the new stories that we found on our website. They literally do it all for us. And they can do the same for you. So if you have a company that needs more customers or know somebody who needs new customers, you know by now that the internet is where you're going to find them. And Herd App Marketing is the company that will get you found more often than your competition. Online at herdatmarketing.com. That's H-U-R-R-D-A-T marketing.com. Or give them a call at 877-662-4443. We are live right now uh, doing this podcast uh, in Iowa. <laughs> it, well, the border of like, like the little tiny tip of Iowa on the border of Omaha, Nebraska. Pretty surreal. I've never, I would never, I never thought I'd be in this part of the world. Very far from Hollywood, <laughs> very far New York, same Dude, country, different world, world here. This part of the world loves us. What are you talking about? I, I know. So I love it. I, it's I, great, I dude. I've told everyone, I'm like, I can't believe how like, clean omaha nebraska is and maybe that's just because i'm coming from la but everywhere i look i'm like it's just clean and beautiful and there's all these like new buildings going up i'm like oh this place is so cool yeah it's actually it's it's humid as hell don't get me wrong i'm like sweating out of parts of my body i didn't even know sweat but it's cool yeah so uh if you're listening right now we are at sweet stock we're in our trailer right now um sweet we're like one of the only people that got a trailer yeah even the artist didn't even get a trailer so let's it's pretty cool (laughs) So we're in our trailer right now. Uh, we're doing the show. Sweet Stock is uh, – it's a concert. It's a concert that's been in Nebraska for years through a radio station. Well, no, no. It the- was on years and years ago, and now this is the first year they're bringing it back in like 20 years or something. Like, it's crazy. Pat and JT – Pat is our producer, but Pat and JT were – uh, on the radio for a billion years in, in Omaha. They're like massive stars. It was funny because right when the concert opened up and they, they were on stage, dude, the crowd went louder for them than it did for like the first artist. I want to say who the first artist is because I kind of yeah, yeah. mean, but people are going nuts for Pat and JT. I'm like, oh shit, these guys yeah. are some famous, yeah. famous people. Yeah, they got a really good podcast. Make sure you check them out. They're also on our network. Um, but yeah, it's uh, super hot. But on this concert, it's Shaggy, 
uh, Shaggy, TLC, 90 Degrees, O-Town, Mark McGrath, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, uh, CC Music Factory. It's all like 90s type stuff, but it's a really fun show. It's, uh, it's really, really cool. And uh, it's super hot, and it's also <laughs> we we literally came to the trailer to try to cool down, but the trailer is like the air is like kind of working, but like kind of not. So it cools you down a little bit, but you still just don't stop sweating here. It's so hot, it's so hot. But the funny part about Iowa is like I'm just so not used to like getting your money's worth. So before we got here, we went out for breakfast and we went and got like an omelet, and you know it was actually good, well priced. It was like 11 bucks for an omelet, which coming from New York, that's amazing. Uh, and then we get this omelet. It's not just a regular. Omelet. It's like 12 eggs. I'm like, Dax, we could. <laughs> We could have split this omelet. Like, when do you ever split breakfast? And this thing was huge, man. Like, like man, I was great. They give you your money's worth here. This is yeah, awesome. We both left like half a plate of food. I like felt bad, but we had to rush over here so we could get the get to the concert. Yeah. Um, but we have uh, so you know just for the time lapse so you guys understand. So we've basically opened up the show, which was also really cool. Pat introduced us. We came out on stage, and surprisingly, people clapped for us, which was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but then we actually got to go walk around and like we actually had people coming up to us and telling us how much they love our podcast and they love the Chris Kirkpatrick interview. And, you know, it's funny because I know that Adam gets us a lot. He walks through the streets of New York and people come up and tell him how much they love our podcast. But I don't go anywhere, so I don't get that very often. Yeah, And so it was really fun to get this like firsthand experience from people and people taking photos with us and i don't know it was it's been fun so far i'm enjoying today um but we've got o-town coming on um yes. we basically uh they got off stage boy probably one of the best acts of the day so far would you not say i everyone said that and we're not just the only ones who said that like everyone who has been in our circle kind of talking we're like i think we all looked at each other when they were done like that was really good like unexpectedly and- like way better like the energy level in the entire like field went up 10 notches like it, they were singing their songs but then they were doing like cover songs they actually brought chris kirkpatrick out to sing an in sync song and do the dance moves but just the, like the whole hype of the day just they took it up like four notches it was yeah. really a fun performance o-town really got their start on making the band uh they were with lou perlman it was their whole you know it was a reality show of crown creating a band and i'll tell you what when you watch these guys perform and i hate to say like we were really surprised like yes they've they've done well in the music industry but once you see them live you're like oh they put on a good show and i think what they do and i told them this is what they do to put on a good show is you know first of all you can see that they all like each other you know, like they're all friends, like it's kind of performing with your friends and also like the choreography. It's not corny. It doesn't feel like you're listening, watching an old 90s group like they still look good. They can move, but it's just it's a fun performance. And obviously the energy was great and they crushed. They honestly crushed and they did an awesome thing where they brought the guy from LFO. We're going to talk about all this um, on the podcast. So it's it's you know, I'm really excited to talk to O-Town again. They were uh, a boy band who kind of broke up after they didn't really break up they just kind of stopped making music because like, at the time break for yeah, a long they just time took a break i, w- I want to uh, know like what brought them back together remind me i want to ask that question when we chat with them because i think that's that's a good point like how do you guys find your way back together after so yeah. many years yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we get to them, uh, we read your reviews live on air. The best thing to do to support this podcast is leave a review, 
five star only. And uh, if you do that, we will read a review live on air. Uh, it helps out the algorithm, helps out the charts, weirdly enough. So, I, would say, uh, I would say normally we read a podcast review, but we're in the middle of a field in Iowa. I don't have a review right now. Oh, no way? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We're dealing with, like, we're very hot right now. And I'm just fucking sweating my water. phone. I don't even know where my phone is right now. It's, yeah. Uh, it's so hot here. It's, it's so brutal. Hot. So, again, we're not so, going to read But normally we read a review. We, uh, we, and we read it on air live to give you a little shout out. So if you can, please take a minute. I know people don't have time in the day, but please, it helps us out so much. Just go to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom, give us five star, leave us a little kind review. And so we can give you thanks here on the podcast. Yes. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Just do it now. What are you waiting for? <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm hearing now. they are actually headed over. Um, so let's let's do this. We're going to step outside. So the audio might change a little bit. Um but just for COVID reasons, we're going to step outside, do the interview with them. Yeah, 98 degrees um, is playing right now. So we're going to do it as like 98 degrees. Is yeah, so if you hear right music now. in the background, that's 98 degrees performing. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Nick, all right, Nick let's head Shea, out there. Can let's, you turn it down a little bit? Uh, can you lower it down? Let's go chat with the O-Town guys. So we're, we're here backstage. We're at Sweet Sock right now. We got the boys from O-Town who fucking just rocked it on stage. <laughs> They're good. Rocked it. Guys. Hands down. That was the best performance out there. Oh, By far, so good. Had the energy. Dang Everyone dude. was dancing around. Okay, so we had been talking a little earlier, and we heard Tony Robbins was a big part of your career. Yeah. Can <laughs> we get the full story? I stopped you last time, but I want to hear the full story. You saved the story. To I get saved the, the story. I was like, stop, yeah, yeah, stop yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear yeah. it on the podcast. So what is the full story? Well, it goes back to making the band. We, um, at some point, decided that um, once one of the members quit, that we were going to be four. Uh, members and our old manager decided that that wasn't appropriate. We needed to be five, and we kind of gave him a little bit of a, a fight back on that. Um, and then he said, "Okay, fine. Sunday or Saturday, I want you to come by my house. I want you dressed in your Sunday best, and I'm gonna have a, a guest come." And we were like, "Okay, cool." We showed up at his house, and out of the kitchen comes walking in Tony Robbins, a giant, a giant, a giant. So <laughs> and. Um, through, through a couple of claps and big chest pounds. Does um, he not have the biggest hands you've ever seen? It's just, they're it's all humongous. Hands. They're massive. But um, he's so infectious, his energy was so big, and he suggested, he was like, listen, five is the magic number. And uh, we it's left, right it's the right number, and, and we, at the, end of the, at the end of the session, we were like, you know what, we'll give it a shot. And we started thinking with each other, like, who would who we'd want to have in the band? Yeah. And, um, and collectively, individually, without discussing it with one another yet, we had all decided that we wanted Dan Miller to be in the band. Yeah. Now, mind you, you, don't, you know this iteration of O-Town is only four. One of the members quit, Ashley. Dan's still in the band. And it was because of Dan, we feel like we completed, and honestly, it was our first choice as a group that we made together. Yeah. Um, without any, any guidance, was getting Dan in the band. And we thought that that was one of the. He's not here right now, but yeah, yeah, he's yeah. one. Of, he's one of the biggest, uh, one of the best choices we ever made um, as a band. And we all saw his audition, and when they called the eight, we're like, "Really? Not that guy?" Yeah. Right. Wow. Like we were all shocked. Well, that was on the show. Yeah. Yeah. It, you yeah. know, you actually yeah. showed. He didn't like, make he, it. We couldn't believe yeah. that he didn't make the eight. Yeah. All of us were like, "Oh, okay, blah blah blah." Well, then, when Kaika quit, all of us individually. 
explained to the one person who we would want, and we all said him without talking without to each talking. other. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We all said we want that guy to come back. Have you guys seen Tony since then and have just not. been like, hey, I, have I just want to like thank you. Yeah, like thank you, you changed Tony. our lives. Like I, I really want to see him. I really want to thank him. Yeah. Um it it uh it created a trajectory for us that we've yet to stop, right? Like we held off for 10 years, but it's that same energy, that same spark from that very beginning that fuels us up on stage right now. Cause we're really genuinely friends. Yeah, and we, yeah. And we love being a, we yeah. love being a team. You yeah. know, like being a team and, and, and encouraging one another and being there for one another. And those are all sort of the principles that Tony talks about. The, the best thing about our reunion or us being back together after 10 years is like, You've, you've said this before and I love that you said this because it really made me think of this is that I have three of my best friends like back in my life now we're like really best friends whereas yeah. like that relationship through the breakup it was just like oh birthdays and whatever and like life things we weren't talking on the daily basis so the fact that the fans came back and went and came to see us and we realized that we could be a band it also rekindled this amazing friendship that I have we have with each yeah, other. It reconnected so us with like, our fans, but more importantly, it reconnected us with one another. So how did you guys all come back? Who made the first phone calls? Like, guys, we're all, we're all getting messages separately. It was a tweet. It was a tweet. It was a tweet. Yeah. Was a tweet. yeah. Jacob we're, tweeted O-Town Reunion in like 2013. Yeah, we're very current. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it got a, a huge reaction. I mean, it got like uh, articles written yeah, about Perez it. Perez Hilton like talked right. about it. Can like, you guys 98 degrees to shush down. We're trying to have an interview Give me over just here. one second to do an interview. I'll tell you, you know what? Honestly, it sounds so good. I thought it was they were playing the record. Yeah. <laughs> but really, they're, they're singing live. You know, it's funny. I didn't it know it didn't, didn't go on because they didn't have, like, the entrance. I didn't hear them, like, screaming. Yeah, just the what music happened? started playing. That was so crazy. And they never performed in 98 degrees. So that's, oh, come on. They had to. Oh, listen, man. Listen, we, we did you a big show in 98 yeah, degrees. We love home. those guys. We literally just came from there backstage. They're, like, mic checking. And we're like, hey, so awesome. I do such a good job. <laughs> those so, are our okay, guys. So this tweet goes out. Yes. It gets probably yeah, retweeted so, a gazillion times. And that got us talking. And then it, it actually didn't take. It took another two and a half years or something for it to actually happen. Uh, I think it was that it was the 10-year anniversary. Oh, okay. And we all were like, guys, if we don't do it now... So let's stop talking about it. Like it just—it's it, it's now or it is never. Like that's—that yeah. really is it. And Ashley at that point didn't want to do it. I was living back in California. Dan was in California. They were both there. So it was finally like this is the easiest it's ever going to be. Ashley, blessing to not do it without to go ahead and do it without him. And we've reincarnated it. Did two records. We've been together twice as long now as we were the first time. You know, do the you, band do you just think kind he's of a little evolved. sad that he didn't. Like I got to be honest. I There's actually a don't. When like. You're like, damn, I wish I would have, like, yeah. jumped back in. No? He, I don't think he has any or regret about not it. doing it. Just, I just, just because I don't, it wasn't for him. Like, he didn't, he really, he, that job that he auditioned for and got was over. Like, that job was done to him. So, well, we have a surprise. Best. It is, well, we have a surprise for you. We obviously knew you guys were here. We have someone special in the trailer for you. Ashley, come. No, I'm just kidding. I, uh, you guys are special. He is the father. <laughs> Ashley comes out like more bullshit. Yeah, yeah. um, what's it, uh, I know, obviously, like, people come to ask you all the time, what about Ashley? What about Ashley? Have you guys had any contact with them at all? Is there any, like, are you guys still talking to him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I still talk to him. Okay. He just, he just turned 40. Um, 
I've talked to him about fit, you know, kids. Kid just started driving, like whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah. He's not a friend like how we are. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's we all not have we all have our different relationships with him. I occasionally talk to him. Dan occasionally talks to him, but it, I mean, we don't like hang out. Like, so, like, what's next for O Town? Obviously, you guys have been on tour this summer, yeah. selling out places. It's crazy. It's fun to see you guys together. You guys do covers. You guys do your original music. It's really cool. It, are you guys gonna be working on more albums together? I mean, what's the, are you guys well, even like? We were excited that this was last year was 20th anniversary of making the band. 20 years. 20 20 anniversary of All or Nothing and our record and all these 20s and we were we put together a show that we hadn't done before reviving the songs from the show that we have not performed in 20 years so it was like a a, a really fun 2020 what we thought and now you know we're kind of like we're regrouping like everybody else yeah Uh, yeah, new standards in every city we fly in and and our our fans have been itching to get out so they've been following us and uh it's, it's, I, it's and I'm nice to get back to work and, get, and feel a little bit normal again. I, I say this as a friend. I say this as a fan. It's it's when you see you guys put together. We're not friends. Acquaintances. I say this as an acquaintance. I say this as we go back. We go back as an Instagram friend. I say this, but when you guys perform, I've said it before. It's like contagious. The energy. It's mm-hmm. effort, like it's, I know it takes a lot of effort and work to do the choreography, but you make it so cool. You make it fun, and it doesn't seem cheesy. Like, you don't end up bringing the night, you know, 20 years ago again. It works. Um, but my question for you guys, what's, I saw a fan on the stage. I had an O-Town tattoo. Yeah. You guys still have some, like, insane fans. Yeah. What's the craziest, like, the one that really stands out that you guys talked about, your craziest fan experience over the years? Well, our fans, our relationship with our fans is very different than it ever was. Yeah. Um, they're a lot older now. When we first came out, remember, like, we catered to, like, 15, 16-year-old girls. So that there was a different, there was a different connection there, right? We were like 20 in our 20s or 15. Now we're all adults, and we get a chance to really exchange and talk about real things with them. You know, we're starting a fan club that's coming up in the next couple of few months. Yeah, and yeah. Just opening up like ideas with them and getting creative ideas from them and being able to like, yeah. uh, being able to implement those ideas. Um, they literally help our business. Yes, like, they, they, <laughs> it's, it's really a symbiotic relationship with them that has never been the case. Uh, when we first went around, but now it's really we're really tight with them. Well, what I was really impressed with is how involved you guys are with everything. Because Dan was telling us that you guys actually like design your merch yourselves. Like how I was like, I don't I don't feel like I normally hear that from bands. Like they just kind of leave it to someone else. And so what all are you guys doing that people may not know that you're hands on with? Yeah, I mean I I've been managing the band since we got back together, and and they do choreography. Like we do it all ourselves. We put our show tapes together, run our show advance everything book the travel like you name it and it's it's we want to do that we we like the lean mean machine like we know we're particular right yeah so i know when i'm booking travel all right the guys would want to stay here more than any travel agent i'm gonna know and he really enjoys doing that really knows what we like he's in the band so he knows we are staying next to so stoked let's go to top golf wherever we are we're like i'm thinking of what would be fun when we can get a few you know free free hours if we are lucky enough to do that and, and I like being able to see the benefit at the end, you know, the bottom line, and what we're able to do with a, a crew of like seven, eight people. Yeah. The, be- the best oh, thing fun. that I, what I, I tell my friends, I tell, inter- you know, I barely tell them because it's tooting their horns, but like, I'm in a band with like three incredibly talented, awesome dudes. Like, that will not, that their bar, for whatever it is that they do, the bar is very high. Yeah. So there's like they don't al- we don't allow stuff and it's like the way that we communicate and talk to each other like and eh, nah, not feeling that we yeah. hold each other like, to we a just stuff. yeah we just it, it's crazy man I, I I love these guys so much I'm so blessed to be with 
so much talent. It's yeah. so crazy. Well, the first time crazy. we did it, everything was done for us, essentially. Right. Yeah. Right? Like, all the songs were written for us. You know, every we kind of walked into a situation. And 20 years later, we realized, well, we missed out on all the fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the fun is actually, like, writing the tunes. The fun is actually putting the show together, not having to be forced to sing certain songs and singing covers, the singing covers that we like. And, yeah. And just sort of shifting it and making our own animal. And essentially, it's a band because of the time that we spend on stage. But other than that, it's really, like, a small business that we're all partners sure. with. Sure. I want to, obviously, we all know about the shitty things Lou Pearlman did to the music business to a lot of artists out there but what's the one thing that you noticed from him that was a really like you learned from him like obviously he had a lot of wisdom he, he's been around for a long time but what's the one thing that still resonates with you guys today that you learned from him I'm sure we could all pull something different um, I think his biggest unfortunately his biggest quality was probably his biggest downfall which is his ambition um, there was this blind ambition that he felt like he can do everything and unfortunately, I think he started tripping on his own ambition, and I don't think he ever recovered from that. Yeah. But that ambition where I'm going to make a boy band, and then I'm going to make another boy band, and then I'm going to make another one and show you how I do it on TV. Just that idea of, like, the grandiose ideas that he had of how to be a dreamer and somehow put the pieces together. He didn't do it alone. He had a lot of people in sure, place yeah, to yeah. help him do it. I also, one of the, I mean, a very specific thing, that I learned from him, that I say, I say to my nephews, I say I say it a lot, like it's my thing, but I realized when I watched an old episode of Making the Band, I was like, oh damn, I got that from Lou, is make a lot of mistakes, and don't make the same mistake twice. Interesting, that's a good way, of, yeah, that's great. And that really resonated with me back then, still resonates with me now, I tell, you know, and that's the truth. Take your shot, find out why you missed the shot, the mistakes of the shot, and don't make those mistakes again, you know. Like, yeah. Lou should have listened yeah. to his own advice. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know, I know. We're out. Just <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was like, are we done? He's all, damn, he just rock started. I was like, like oh, that. shit. He <laughs> dropped the mic. I'm like, no, 100 new flags. No, so one question that we tend to ask a lot of the guests that come on our show is when was the moment that you guys knew, like, we made it. You made it. Like, this is the moment. Was there a certain venue you you got to perform at? I don't at, think or it, like, we realized that making it goes a lot farther than having a song on the radio. Um, but I think that was one of the moments when we heard Liquid Dreams on the radio. We were like, whoa. We're, like, in a cab on the way to in New York City, and our song is playing here yeah. on the radio. That was a moment. And there was a couple of those, yeah. like, just I think pinnacles in our career. That was definitely one. Yeah. There was a lot of them. I mean... You know, free Britney. I mean, we toured with Britney, and um, during that time, and we were able to like, we didn't realize it at the time. Maybe we did, but not so much of how like epic it was to actually be on the tour that we were actually on with Britney. Yeah. Um, and to like see that whole production, and then learn from that, and learn how to really be professionals. Like it took us around the country on like a big venue sort of uh, experience, and. That to me, when we used to like, we used to come up from under the ground, like under the stage yeah, yeah, with yeah, the smoke, and then all of a sudden the smoke would clear, and then we were there in the middle of the stage, like it was like the second or third time when like the nerves are gone, and I realized like, oh shit, like we're standing in the middle of Madison Square Garden, in the middle of like this huge arena, you know, ready to perform, and everyone is here, like it's not a half cap, yeah. you yeah. know, arena, but like everyone, it was full, yeah. you know, even for us, so. Yeah. It that was seems, a moment. It seems like you guys have toured with so many huge, huge bands. Which, 
Which one do you feel like was the craziest tour you guys went on? That was like, wow, this is insane. Honestly, I think it was probably the Britney one. Really? I mean, that was the biggest one we did where we were in a, a full 17 to 20,000 people arena every single night. Yeah. That was like... Yeah, I mean, but 98 Degrees was, was crazy. But then we just did the My 2K tour with 98 Degrees. Yeah. And that was... What was great about that was we were older. And we hadn't toured like that yet since we'd been back together. We were back together for two years just doing like our little weekend gigs. And then they're like, hey, do you want to do this tour? We're like, a tour tour? Like how we did back in the day? Yeah. And we got, we're back on the bus and we're like, that's my bump, that's your bump. Like, <laughs> that whole experience was, it brought us, oh man, it was so good. I'm so, okay. We're so thankful to them but, for, for, for but doing that. But it's touring different now because people now have families and it's not like yeah. when you're younger and Absolutely. you're like, oh, let's just oh, go yeah. to yeah. And that's why we do the weekend right now. Right. Yeah. Because the weekends, we can go Thursday to Sunday, do some shows and then take a week and a half off and then do it like every other weekend in the summertime. So we get best of both worlds. Yeah. That was the first time we were like, all right, two and a half months. See ya. Right. Yeah. Uh, my last question for you guys is, yeah. we ask this to a lot of people, what's the one food that everyone loves that you can't get into? What food? Is there one food that everyone loves that you personally can't get into? Food. Well, I can't get into anything gluten. That's just me. These guys are gluten-free. Yeah, these guys are gluten-filled. I eat it by the spoonful. It's delicious. I'm like sour cream. Sour cream? I hate. Is it a texture thing or what is it? I don't like anything like white cream. Trevor has this like thing. He travels. I eat a lot. I eat everything, but like that's the stuff. He travels with his own Tobasco. That's something people don't usually like a like a journalist in Afghanistan. You know, now with COVID, they don't really bring you the bottle anymore. They bring you a side of it, and it's I love eating with him because they bring the one. He's like, cool, like six more, and they laugh. He's like. But He's seriously. Like, but I am going to use all of them. I am going to eat. Yeah. I, yeah. And they're like, really? And really, he dumps that much on all his food. That's amazing. Well, listen, O-Town, you guys are great. We're going to have a reunion with you guys and Tony Robbins pretty soon in yeah, November. It. It's going to be pretty awesome. You guys keep crushing it. Excited to see what you guys do next. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, guys. Excited to see you guys. You guys are kicking ass. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. Now let's get back and watch Cheers. the end of 98 Degrees, who is trying to ruin our interview. with <laughs> 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 Media Production.